Welcome to the Square Apple Show. Hi, I'm Dr. Yong Shin Ning. I'm the co-founder of Change Voyage Consulting. After 20 years of corporate life, I successfully transited to be an entrepreneur. Wearing multiple hats as an entrepreneur, adjunct lecturer, mother, wife, daughter, sister, has taught me how to navigate life's challenges. And my secret is the Square Apple. In this show, I will discuss tips and strategies to change the way you think about your personal and professional life. Because if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. Ready to activate the square apple in you? Let's begin! Hi, I'm Shinning. Welcome to the Square Apple Show. Today, I'm going to share about why we should have multiple self-identities. I don't mean to be schizophrenic, just in case you're thinking we're going into some strange territories here. If you feel that you are being defined by your job and your emotion correlates significantly with your performance at work or how your bosses or colleagues perceive you, then this podcast is for you. I'll share my experience of going through the same journey how it is so detrimental to me and how I got out of it. If you want to stop being so emotionally vested to your job, then this podcast is for you. A few years ago, I came across a Channel News Asia article about a few Filipino domestic helpers who are avid marathon runners, dragon boat rowers and volunteers at charity homes. This is on top of their daily work as domestic helpers in Singaporean households. They are part of a non-profit organisation called Raise to Share, whose aim is to raise awareness and to encourage youth to get involved in sports. Those interviewed in the article found solace in their athletic and charity endeavours. One said that it helped her to battle loneliness in a foreign country. Another said that it helped her to overcome her sadness as a mother treated like a stranger by her children whom she has left behind in her home country. One of the group leaders explained how their involvement helped the domestic helpers. She said, They feel somehow empowered and their sense of self-worth has improved because now they can own the spot. This story left a very deep impression in me because I felt that it was talking to me. You may be wondering what the common thread is between me and the foreign domestic helpers. Let me explain. In my 20 years as a corporate citizen, my sole identity was that I am an employee of XYZ company, I'm a senior manager of XYZ company, I'm earning X thousand dollars, I manage Y million dollars of a project, I have Z people reporting to me. That was my key identity. If I got a bonus, I felt good. If I got promoted, I felt even better. I'm not power hungry or anything like that. It's just that I felt that my efforts have been recognised. My identity as a parent, a wife and a daughter was much weaker than that of an employee because I hardly have time to spend to nurture those identities. That is why when I started feeling torn between managing family and work, I had such huge difficulties tearing myself away from the place that gave me that identity. Even though it was kind of sucking my life away, I felt that if I left identity that gave me life, I would really be a nobody. When I eventually left the company, I thought for a very long time whether there 
could be another way around this. Was there another way to reduce reliance on one single identity? This question stayed in my head for a very long time. Then I started teaching organisational behaviour to undergraduate students and I came across a chapter in the textbook on self-identity. I had studied it before when I was pursuing my master's degree, but somehow it didn't leave an impression on me at that time. What it says is that people tend to have better psychological well-being when they have fairly distinct multiple selves, which is also called self-concept complexity. So this self-concept complexity protects our self-esteem when some of the roles are threatened or damaged. According to the author, um, a complex self is like a ship with several compartments that can be sealed off from one another. If one compartment is damaged, then your other compartments, which is your other identities, actually remain intact so that the ship remains afloat. So I had low self-concept complexity. My predominant self-concept is around my work identity. So did the Filipino helpers in the beginning, before they became athletes and volunteers. So what did I do with that insight? I shared them with my students, because I didn't want them to tread the same path that I did. I remembered in that lesson, I told them that for a long time, my happiness was tied to how well I did at work. Therefore, when I felt that the management did not accord me with what I felt I deserved, the whole world seemed bleak. Everything else in my life seemed unimportant. This should not be the case. You are Lily the student. You are Lily the daughter of your parents. You are Lily the athlete. You are Lily the volunteer who reads to disadvantaged students. So if you don't do well in the exam, it doesn't mean that you're a lesser person. Later at the end of that term, I asked students to write their personal reflections about their biggest takeaway from the course. And one of them wrote that after the course, she realised that she always has low self-esteem because she didn't know, she didn't do as well as expected academically. However, after my course, it opened her eyes that she needed to develop other identities so that when one goes down, it wouldn't affect her self-esteem. I'm glad that my experience has given her some insights. So what I did for myself with those insights is that since I embarked on my entrepreneurship journey, I was very much more conscious about building multiple self-identities so that I had different compartments to keep my self-esteem ship afloat. I have an educator identity. I have a business owner identity. I have identity as part of a larger family. Um, I mean, I'm a mother, wife, um, I'm a daughter. And I also have identity as a middle-aged athlete because I like running uh, marathons. In reality, it's not easy to develop multiple self-identities which are clear and consistent with each other. Because you need time and energy to nurture these identities. You reap what you sow, so be careful where you invest your time in. I remembered that towards the tail end of my career in the consulting firm, I always ask myself this question. If I work a 12-hour workday, when do I start living? 
it is no wonder that I was only working, not really living. We have now almost reached the end of this episode. I hope this episode has given you some food for thought on what your dominant self-identity is and the implication of that identity to your psychological well-being. Is it already well-balanced? Or do you need to develop other identities so that it's not lopsided like how mine was? If you have any questions or thoughts on this episode, please connect with me on LinkedIn at bit.ly forward slash square apple. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash S-Q-U-A-R-E-A-P-P-L-E. Thank you and see you soon. Thank you for joining me today. I'm very honoured to have you here. If you would like to keep going and want to know more about the number one Southeast Asia's leading female entrepreneurship network, head over to Soul Rich Woman at S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com and download the free ebook on how to get clients and multiply your income through personal branding. Remember, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. Do subscribe to The Square Apple Show and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Bye for now.